everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your Fantasy Sports News Update. The Tampa Bay Rays have given permission by Major League Baseball to explore the possibility of splitting their home games between the Tampa Bay area and Montreal. This according to Mark Tompkin of the Tampa Bay Times. The proposed arrangement can see the club eventually playing early season games in Tampa Bay before finishing the season in Montreal. This according to ESPN. The plan is in its early stages right now. Would involve new stadiums being built in both cities. The commission telling MLB.com that the team has been committed to play at Tampa at Tropicana Field through the end of 2027. That's when the current lease ends. Montreal hasn't had a baseball team since the Expos moved to Washington following 2004. Despite an impressive 43-31 and 31 record, the Rays have the second worst attendance in Major League Baseball behind only the Miami Marlins. Dodgers pitcher Rich Hill calling MLB this week to advocate extending protective nettings at ballparks. Hill hopes the league will follow the example set by the Chicago White Sox. The first team in recently announced plans to expand the netting to foul poles at guaranteed rate field. The decision was made after a young girl was horribly struck in the head by a foul ball in Houston this May. MLB games in progress. Cleveland and Texas Rangers up 2-1. to one. We're in the top of the seventh there. Colorado and Arizona. The Rockies lead 1-0 in the bottom of the first. U.S. President Donald Trump says he will consider inviting the Toronto Raptors to the White House. Trump adding, they did a great job by a great team. We'll think about it. If they'd like to do it, we'll think about it. No NBA team has visited Trump in the White House since his inauguration back in 2017. Raptors coach Nick Nurse says they will visit Ottawa and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau in the near future for sure. The NBA draft goes down tonight in New York City. The Barclays Center will play host. Things getting started at 7.30. We have coverage right here on the network at 7 o'clock. Stick around for that. The New Orleans Pelicans on the clock with the number one pick. It appears the Pelicans are eyeing at least one big move in tonight's draft as well. Executive VP of Basketball Ops David Griffin is trying to acquire a first-round pick and a player on a good contract for the number four overall selection in tonight's draft. The Pelicans already spoken with Minnesota regarding the 11th overall pick and forward Robert Covington, a source telling stadiums Jeff Goodman. New Orleans also picking up the option on Jaheel Okafor's contract for 2019-20. The former third overall pick averaged 8.2 points, 4.4 boards in 59 games last season with the Pelicans. In the NHL, the Vancouver Canucks and defenseman Alex Edler agreeing on a two-year contract worth about $6 million per year. Edler, a solid year, recording 10 goals and 34 points in 56 games with the Canucks, marking his most efficient campaign in terms of points. He also locked 24 minutes and 34 a game, 10th among NHL defensemen in that court category. Edmonton Oilers first-round pick Jesse Piarvi giving the team an ultimatum, trade him or he's moving to Europe. The Oilers have until Monday to issue a qualifying offer to the 20-year-old to keep his NHL rights. Round one of the PGA's Traveler Championship from TPC River Highlands in Connecticut. Ryan Armour and Bronson Burgoon lead the way right now, both in the clubhouse at minus six. Notables, Brooks Kepka, he's one over par. Patrick Cantlay in the clubhouse, four under. And Paul Casey right now, he's lurking, four under par, still on the course, lots of guys going low. Round one of the KPMG Women's PGA Championship from Hazeltine in Minnesota. Io Joe Kim leads at minus three. Let's take a look at the rest of the baseball board, two at 7.05. Houston and the Yanks. Yanks minus 140-10, Valdez versus Green, Philly and Washington, Nats minus 115, Pavetta and Feedy, 10 and a half, 707 action, Angels minus a buck 50 at Toronto, Suarez versus Richard, 10 and a half, 715 Miami at St. Louis cards, minus a buck 95, 8, Gallon and Wainwright, 805, the Mets and Cubs, Cubs minus 169, Lockett versus Chatwood, 810, Brewers minus 135 against Cincinnati, 9 and a half, Rourke versus Nelson, 815, Mini. Minus 210 at Kansas City. Eggs, Odorizzi, and the spark plug. Glenn Sparkman, that's a 10. 10.07, Tampa Bay at Oakland. A's minus 115, 7.5. Morton versus Montas. 
and a pair at 10-10. We got San Fran and the Dodgers. Dodgers minus a buck 85. Bumgarner versus Uriah, seven and a half. Dodgers first team to reach 50 wins. And Baltimore at Seattle. That's a bad one. Mariners minus 149. Bundy and LeBlanc. College Baseball World Series tonight. Mississippi State in Louisville. Mississippi State minus 150. Total nine. CFL football. 0-1 Saskatchewan and Ottawa. Red Blacks minus 4.5. Total 44. Cody Vajardo gets the start for the Riders after Zach Kolaris injured in the opener. Women's World Cup of Soccer. Four matches today. The Netherlands beat Canada 2-1. The USA currently leads Sweden 1-0 at the half. Thailand and Chile are scoreless at the break. And a final Cameroon took out New Zealand 2-1 the final in that game. I'm Cam Stewart. Stay tuned, everybody. Red Heat and Rage Radio with me and host Gabe Morenci. We'll talk NBA draft. We'll go through all the betting board and a whole lot more. So stick around, everybody. Hour one of Red Heat and Rage coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Game time time decisions. decisions. Let's roll. The number one pick, New Orleans uh, Pelicans elect, Jared Culver. Nah, that's probably not uh, going to happen. Let's roll. Uh, game time decisions. Uh, Red Heat and Rage uh, Radio has uh, begun. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iHeart uh, Radio, tune in, and of course, uh, YouTube. I am Morenci. He's the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. Uh, Whale Capper is going to step up and, and uh, join us a little bit uh, later on. We'll see if uh, Whale Capper. Uh, has any NBA props, although I'm actually a uh, whale capitalist man. I'm actually somewhat surprised uh, that he's uh, joining us, considering I believe there was like a thousand like mini quakes or something like that over the last uh, 48 hours uh, in California. And uh, we all know California eventually is just going to fall into the Pacific Ocean, right? Like, Agreed. Uh, we've 100%. all been warned. Yeah, yeah like people have. are surprised. It's like people that build their uh, their dream uh, beach houses on the beach, like uh, in Florida, yeah. like right in the middle the of like hurricane levels. country. Mm, yep, yep. Bye bye. Hurricane. Like, yeah, we, water's rising. I'm with you. I saw this couple uh, last year during the hurricane, and like we just got married, we built our dream house, and it's totally destroyed. Cam, their dream house was like on stilts, like in the ocean. <laughs> like, not a, yeah, it's not a good start. Like, there's a reason why nobody's done this before, people, because yeah. You know, one storm, you're going to get wiped out. And then they're crying after. Oh, it's like, well, you know, it's, you live like right in, if you actually live in the water, <laughs> you, you might you might have a little bit of a problem. But uh, nevertheless, uh, we've got uh, the uh, the uh, NBA draft uh, here this evening, Travelers Championship uh, camp. You get yep. us uh, caught up to date. Good start. A lot of our guys are going low, so it's a good start, Gabe. Uh, very, very good start for our for our. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe one of these years I could win a, uh, a DraftKings uh, golf tournament. Good luck. Like, I'll tell you, to win one of those tournaments, no, I'm just being real. Like, first of all, guys enter 100 contests, so think about that. There's 152 guys in a tournament, so you basically need, what, the first, second, maybe fourth. To, basically, all your guys have to come top 10, basically, and one of them has to go nuts with birdies and eagles. And the odds of that happening are very similar to, you know, winning a small lottery. But we've come in top 10s in contests before, but... I'm with you, Gabe. It would be real nice to uh, hit one out of the park and win a few thousand bucks. I'm not even looking for a million. Ten to twenty thousand would be a real great start. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we'll get uh, we'll uh, get caught up to date as far as the uh, the, the golf tournament is concerned. Uh, but what a what a couple of weeks uh, here. The Toronto Raptors uh, playoff run culminates with an NBA uh, championship. I think uh, I know everybody wanted uh, Kawhi Leonard to to say something 
uh, at the parade the other day. But, but for legal yeah. reasons, he wasn't going to. And I think there was enough wink winks and there's enough uh, there's enough uh, breadcrumbs, so to speak, to, to figure out that he's staying. Um, it's actually, there's, there's a funny tweet. Some kid, it's like a, a little five or seven year old kid or whatever. Uh, uh, Uncle Dennis, Kawhi Leonard's uh, uncle and agent uh, at the airport. Yeah, Uncle Dennis in Toronto. The kid asked him, is Kawhi staying? And uh, Dennis was smiling and told him, uh, said, well, if I told you right now, it wouldn't be a surprise, now would it? (laughs) Wait till Christmas, kid, and you can open the gifts. Kawhi Leonard's coming back, and are the Montreal Expos coming back as well? Right. Hey, now. hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope. And type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, game They're in the 53rd minute uh, right now. USA, USA up uh, 2-0 on the Swedes. And uh, I've got uh, USA and a bunch of parlays uh, here. I've got uh, USA uh, parlayed uh, with uh, Costa Rica, Zion Williamson, <laughs> Uruguay, and uh, the under three and a half, Canada and the Netherlands. Uh, we've got a lot of draft props to break down here this evening. Uh, Whale Capper is going to step up and in and uh, join us. We'll see uh, who else uh, is on the radar. Um, we mentioned as we were going to the break, uh, so big news in the world of Major League uh, Baseball, specifically uh, for Expo fans such as myself and uh, and many others uh, out there uh, that uh, the Tampa Bay Rays have um, gotten permission for Major League Baseball to begin playing games. Well, to be, to explore uh, playing games um, in in Montreal, a sort of a split uh, split uh, season uh, type uh, scenario. There would obviously have to be a lot of details that would be uh, worked out. Um, you know, it, it's not starting like next week or anything, guys. Like, I, you know, at the earliest, it would start uh, next year. Uh, but having been through this literally and figuratively with the Montreal Expos before, um, where they started to play games in Puerto Rico, and then everybody knew they were going to Washington and they were in Montreal for another two years, the process, Cam, has officially begun. We've been waiting... We've been yep. waiting for something to like break, and it's always been legalese and wow, well, this lease and that and this and and the thing is, they do have to play their games until 2027. But yeah, you know they could still get out uh, as well. It's a weird, they're in a weird scenario here uh, in Florida, but they just can't leave overnight. It's it's not that simple. But the writing's on the wall, Cam. Very similar to in which you know. The Raiders have been playing in Oakland still, and it's you know two three years. And hey, we're going to Vegas, guys. You know, writing's on the wall. They're building a stadium. They're not building a stadium for nothing. We're going to Vegas. Similar situation where the Expos were in Montreal while they built that new stadium in Washington, and now this is this is similar situation, Cam. They don't want to play 
They don't want to play 40 games in Olympic Stadium, I don't think. I don't think we're looking at a full split, but it wouldn't shock me, let's say, you know, 50 games to 30 next year, uh, you know, at Olympic Stadium, and then they get sell season ticket packages, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, while the stadium is ready. And then, look, Montreal already has the land. They already have government approval. There's no obstacle. They have the money. Like, they're ready to go. Florida and its own right. Like, listen, Kim, Florida, you know, there's lawsuits in Florida about installing a freaking stop sign, okay, in a neighborhood. You can't do anything in Florida without going to court for, like, two years. Look at Beckham. Beckham's been trying to build a soccer stadium, bro. He's David Beckham. He's got money. He can't get it done. Every time he gets a piece of land, they're like, no, no, not here, not here. The flamingos and the condos and, you know, there's always freaking something in Florida. They don't have money for this in Tampa. They're not paying. They've already rejected it. It's not happening. So, basically, I think, Cam, and I'm being realistic here, and I know it's not what people want to hear, but I think three years. So, not next baseball season. Next baseball season, you know, 22 games, 25 games with Montreal. Year after, you know, maybe 40. But I'm saying not not next baseball season, not the baseball season after that, but the baseball season after that, I believe that they will be playing in Montreal fully in a new stadium game three years from now. That's my prediction. The lease, yeah, the lease goes to 2027. You can break a lease. Um, you have a team that is 43 and 31. They have the second worst attendance in Major League Baseball. They got 5,000 people the other yeah, night, Cam. If you're, yeah, exactly. If you were going to show up now, you would. Other, the only other team that's worse is Miami. We know they're a dog shit program too. Guys are going to, to other other countries and PO boxes. Like, come on, you've been through it, Marenzi. You know, yeah, maybe three or four years. These things don't happen overnight. It's not Art Modell where you take the team and a dark fan. Let's get out of here. No, Let's no, move. No, we no, got to get out of the that. city. <laughs> no, it's a whole thing. And I'll tell you, Major League Baseball is doing all they can to help. Like, basically, tell Tampa Bay the story I'm reading when I put in the update. Basically, if you really want to dissect it, says. You guys are 12 games above 500. No one gives a crap about your team. We're eventually going to move. When are we going to do this? There, it's, it's, it feels like a compromise deal right now before they do something else. But the stupid thing about the story is they're talking about building two stadiums, new stadiums in both parts. Why the hell does Tampa Bay need a new stadium? They can't even get it done with the one that they have. That makes they're no blaming, sense. They're blaming the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In a similar <laughs> situation that Montreal did. They almost deserve each other. Yeah. Jeez. It is. Yeah, it's, it's actually that's interesting to look at, but yeah. come on. Think man. about think about that can be irony. A, a, a baseball team that's competitive, it could be a wild card team. It is a wild card team right now, their playoff team. Is leaving a city because the locals don't like the indoor dome that they play in to move to a city to play in an indoor dome that oh. lost their team because the locals did not like the indoor dome indoor stadium. Dome. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Okay, next that's time when someone says history repeats itself, believe them, bro. Oh, I told sure people does. that. When the people have Red Sea, when they, when they left, are they ever going to come back? I said, oh, they'll be back. And I brought it up. I said, Washington's been gone and dead three times. I said, Baltimore has football, you know, Cleveland football, like, this stuff happens, Cam. You know what I mean? It happens in sports, but I just can't believe that we're old enough now that we've seen it all, Cam, where it's like, yeah, a team leaves because they're playing indoors in a, in, a, in a crappy stadium that nobody likes, so no one goes to the stadium even if the team's good, to leave to leave for a city that lost its team because they play in a dome that nobody wants to go to. Moral of the story, Cam, 
can't build a dome anymore, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> no that, more domes. That's, that's another thing. Like, Major League Baseball. Hey, I'm looking at you, Toronto Blue Jays, right now. Yeah, yeah, and you guys you. suck. Wait till your attendance goes down. Buddy, Jays it, better get a ballpark going. They're going to be in trouble, too. I'm telling you, Gabe, um, they're not far behind Tampa Bay. I watched almost every game this year. There is nobody at these Angels games. I predict six, 7,000 with Mike Trout hitting seven RBIs. I'm looking, Gabe. There's nobody there. Like, I'm talking about, I used to go to games down yeah, the The best player in the game's not even drunk. Yeah. So it's not like, hey, we suck, but the best player in the game is here, right? Who's there? Getty Lee and Rush and a couple of his buddies. I think like, you could see him now. Like, there's nobody around him. Hey, there's Getty. Just Getty keeping score. <laughs> yeah, Getty with his scorecard there, probably having a water with his, like, you know, management team. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? No, you, this is the thing. Like, you're you're dead on. The Jays are right behind Tampa Bay. Like, when you talk about yeah. shit shows, Miami, Tampa Bay, and, and yeah, Toronto Jays, now is in the third or fourth hole. It's, it's hard to believe if you think about it, but the, the, the Rogers Center, Scott, yeah. you know, it's one of the oldest stadiums in the league now. And and not old cool. Like, you know, Fenway ain't going anywhere. We don't want it to go anywhere, right? You know, I mean, Dodger Stadium, Chavez Ravine, has been there for, you know, since the 60s. Still looks good. But, like, these dome stadiums, like, the experience at a Blue Jay game sucks. That stadium oh, sucks. There's something about it. Nothing is good there. I've yeah. never seen a sport event there where I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, doesn't feel football, like you're too far from the field. Baseball, it's like you're in a mall. I don't know, man. Like, there's, it doesn't feel like a sports stadium, that place. Like, it doesn't have any atmosphere or vibe to it, no, good it's or bad. It's just a it's neutral. Mausoleum. Yeah, it's just a no. neutral. At least the Olympic Stadium has its own sort of panache. You rattle the hard seats and it make noise. And, like, you know, the subway. And you can get wasted and you can do it. You can blaze in there. Yeah, Nobody I mean, cares. Like. It had even more concrete than it than the Rogers there. Yeah. That place was just a concrete monstrosity. But uh, yeah, no, there 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 is a big problem. We're like we're ripping on Tampa Bay right now, but Toronto's right there, Gabe. I, I would like to see this earlier rather than later, but it's business. The commissioner is going to do all he can to, you know, to slip it up the games. But yeah, I'm thinking you're thinking three. I think that's that that might be a little bit, you know. A, a good estimation. I'm, I'm probably thinking four or five. Two. The way they're gonna drag this thing out. I think it's gonna take even longer. These guys don't get things done. You talked about the the bureaucratic nature. I know, the, the I know, I know. Run, but it's an optimistic view. But you could break a lease anytime. But oh, I think I'm being. That's nice. I think I'm being pretty realistic here when I said three years. I'm not like, oh yeah, next year, two years. Like, it's gonna take two years to build a stadium in Montreal. Um, and, and, you know, baseball, listen, baseball has their, their collective bargaining agreement coming to an end, right? They're going to read, they're redoing things. So they want to redo the divisions. They want to really shake things up and they want gambling. And, you know, I think we're going to see a lot of this, Cam, in, in, in the sports world, actually. There's going to be like, I think change is coming uh, in, in the near future. All right. Whale Capper is going to join us. Smart guy. Uh, we're going to see if uh, what Whale Capper has as far as the NBA draft. Uh, is concerned. Maybe some women for World Cup. Copa. Back to live action in a couple of minutes. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Uh, there's uh, poor Kawhi Leonard just getting stalked everywhere in Toronto, but uh, Kawhi Leonard's crushing it at the Cactus uh, Club, a place I never heard of yep. uh, before, but yeah. I walked uh, past it uh, the I've other been there. day. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah, it's all right. It's not really your thing, Marenzi. It's one of those kind of, how do you say, bars that kind of think they're nightclubs with really expensive yeah. food. Like, you know, you get that $25 burger. Like, that's the thing. Uh, just a message to everyone in Toronto when you're walking by, just leave Kawhi alone. Just let him, let him, <laughs> eat, his, let him eat his meal. Like, just, hi, how you doing? But no, no questions. If you're going to do anything, just make, hey, you know, way to go, Raptors, or make nice comments. No questions. Don't dig deep. Let the man enjoy his food. Get off his back. <laughs> oh, Woj. Another Woj bomb. Oh, I guess the Raptors are gaining ground, according to Woj, on the Clippers. Yeah. These, are, these are great stories. Well, that's the thing. They have, their, they, have their meeting, they have their meetings in the morning, right, Gabe? And you got the story. Okay, Woj, what are you going to do today? Well, okay, well, the betting line is the Raptors are minus 110, the Clippers 120. Just basically, it's the same story, Gabe. Add a little line, subtract a line, name another source. You know what I mean? Oh, like I'm doing, God. I'm doing these updates, man. Like it's I, just I funny hear... though. Let's bring, yeah, we'll bring Will Capper in on this. But you know, all we ever hear about Ramona Shelburne, ESPN, Kawhi Leonard's going to leave Toronto because he's building his dream house and and home in California, and he doesn't like uh, Toronto. Uh, you know, even though he's been there, he doesn't like it there. And you know, Will Capper, it's funny because Kawhi Leonard a couple of days ago was chilling in Niagara Falls. Somebody just posted a picture of Kawhi Leonard eating in a restaurant downtown. Uh, Kawhi Leonard entered his daughter into a private school two days ago. You know, for a guy that uh, wants to be in California so much, season's over, Will Capper. He's free to leave Toronto right now. Like, even, like, to go home for a couple of days. Yet, as I just tweeted, he is home right now. He is home. Um he ain't going anywhere, Will Capper. And I tell you what, if there's a book, and I'm not just saying this from a fan standpoint, but if there's a book that you can get that and Bet Online has it, um, it's done. Dude, like we know people in Toronto, me and Cam. I know the guy that broke the story. He's one of the biz, the big real estate guys. Yep. So, you know what I mean? It wasn't even a sports scoop. Like Kawhi Leonard bought a place in a ritzy part of town that he lived in this year, but now he just bought a place. His daughter just went to school. New Balance is releasing a purple Raptor championship edition New Balance shoe on July 1st. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, Kyle Lowry got a chant going five more years sitting next to Kawhi, who was laughing his ass off, while Uncle Dennis, the agent, was chanting five more years. Uh, I don't really know what more to say, but the betting market, uh, Whale Capper, they underestimated the Raptors on the court, and these same jackasses at ESPN, and they spoo their <laughs> bullshit are underestimating the same crap again, and they'll be wrong. And you know it, Whale Capper. With all due respect to Woj, how's Kevin Durant? How's that Kevin Durant's health? And you called it. Why is he carrying the the Warriors uh, bags like this? Well, you and I knew that Kevin Durant was hurt all Woj day to day. As if. It's all bullshit, Whale Capper. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> yes. How are you guys doing? Uh, congratulations, by the way. I haven't talked since you guys uh, were crowned champions and the uh, – uh, the excitement in the city was so fun to be kind of a part of as someone who was pulling for a Raptors win as well. I uh, hope you had fun in the, you know, the, the, did you go to the parade? Oh, no, 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 no. 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 We were on I, the we air. Had to stay away. I was, I, didn't show that day. I was actually considering it. If Gabe was in town to hang out early, whale capper, but there was 3 million people down there. It was a gong show dehydration. 
uh, like one yeah, idiot yeah. with a gun. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I could just see me and Gabe oh, yeah. getting right in the middle of that thing going, oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> Safe for doing a show. Eight, eight. <laughs> Yeah, 8% of the population of the entire country of Canada went to that parade. That's wild. Yeah. That's absolutely That's insane. insane. Um, and, you know, it's, it's exciting to get, uh, you know, to, to kind of see it all play out this way. It's exciting to see them get a championship. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm, out, I'm out of the prediction business on where he's going to end up. I thought it was going to be uh, the Clippers through a lot of the postseason just because of, you know, what I heard Uncle Dennis was up to you know, kind of wheeling and dealing with some of the Clippers higher ups and during the Philadelphia series, it seemed like that was a done deal. Uh, now I would say it is, it's a toss up. I don't think I'm involved in any betting action either way here. Um, but uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a, he's a different kind of character. He's not your, you know, he's not a guy that necessarily is going to, you know, look at all this and think about all this logically. Uh, I don't think we necessarily know why he's going to pick wherever he picks. Uh, and, um, you know, I think the the people putting things together about, you know, what he's up to in Toronto and all the all the pressure right now that he's under from local, um, you know, from local forces to to stick around. I'm not sure that that doesn't backfire, to be honest with you. He seems like a guy who, you know, kind of, you know, values his privacy. And why would you think why does anyone think in a million years he wants to play for the Clippers? Like he's never said. I think Jerry, like it was. It was like the Lakers. Think, yeah, no, but it was no, like the no, Lakers. No. I, what I think, this year about the Lakers? And he said, "I actually grew up hating the Lakers." He said, "I'm a." He goes, "I grew up a Philadelphia 76er fan," and they were all crushed. Oh, I thought he loved the Lakers. No, he said, "No, I'm actually an Allen Iverson Sixer fan as a kid, and not a Laker fan." <laughs> yeah. And so Kawhi Leonard, somebody that's wired to win, just won the MVP, won a second Finals MVP. At 27 years old in the prime of his career, is going to go to the L.A. effing Clippers, one of the biggest garbage dumpster organizations in the history of the NBA. Ooh, I know. Ooh, they 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 won a few games and they won two games in the playoffs. Let's stop the presses. They're the team to beat. I it's it's not even like I I think it's all Steve Ballmer just spooling bullshit to to appease his fan base because he's going to be embarrassed that you know and all Ballmer cares about he never Ballmer doesn't care about winning. Ballmer just cares about being better than the Lakers. And he's not going to be better than the Lakers this year. And now this way he can make Kawhi the villain. Oh, we tried. We did everything we could. You know, he just didn't want to come home. I guess he doesn't like L.A. You know, I don't even see it. Like, you know what I mean? I I don't – I'm not, like, concerned whatsoever uh, about the Clippers. I think it's just a bunch of media crap. Uh, It's it's a toss-up, man. I I wouldn't wouldn't, uh, rule out – the importance of Jerry West in all of this. Uh, Jerry West has the ability to construct a dynasty in terms of finding the right pieces and understanding this current state of the league and how you, um, you know, how you put together a, a team that can compete for a championship this year and for years and years to come. Uh, I think the idea of Kawhi in a place like Los Angeles, where he can kind of, you know, melt into the, you know, the overall, you know, atmosphere is, is something I wouldn't rule out either, right? Like he's a, he's the, the super duper, you know, focal.
focal point, you know, all the pressure on him in Toronto, in Los Angeles, he can kind of be himself, right? I mean, there, there, there are other forces, I think, that you have to factor in here. And I, and I don't think it's as done of a deal that he sticks around in Toronto as, as, maybe, uh, as maybe you're feeling. But, uh, you know, I'm hopeful. I mean, it's fun. It's the, the league was fun with him in Toronto. The I love you, Whale Kappa. Uh, with him, you know, pulling the Raptors. <laughs> I love but, you. Uh, you know, <laughs> and you, you, you know, you've got some great numbers and some great takes, but it's not one of them. <laughs> Jerry West, man, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sell short on Jerry West. That's all I, that's all I can tell you. He's, he's, he, he pulled some artful deals at the trade deadline to set the Clippers up to build, you know, a, a dynasty sort of franchise down there in, in, uh, in Los Angeles. And I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I'll, when, when I didn't all, realize you were drinking this are, West Coast Kool Aid so much out there in L.A. Holy crap! Well. You know, I, there's a, I have a, I have a handful of, of in media insider friends who I hear from regularly about stuff. And right now they're 60, 40 on, on uh, Kawhi going to the uh, Clippers. And this is not like, you know, like oh, six, actual 60, 40 Clippers at all. Not 60, 40 Toronto? 60, Will 40. Clippers? 60, really? 60, 40 but the Clippers. Raptors are favored yeah, in the betting line. A, they're, they're minus 120 and the Clippers are plus 110, right? Yeah, and that makes sense, too. I mean, I think a lot of that is there was probably a lot of people that raced to the books and bet Toronto when they saw the information circling about his daughter entered in, you know, in a, in a kindergarten in Toronto. I think people kind of use that as a as a means to, to take action. I don't know if that I, – I have no idea if that's even true. I know that the photographs that they circulated with that rumor uh, were clearly not of him at some preschool enrolling his daughter. They were at him, you know, at, at Niagara Falls. So there's, you know, there's a lot of misinformation flying around right now. Um, I just, and, and, you know, the, the latest in terms of an actual handshake agreement that I had heard of, uh, was, you know, like about midway through the, the Raptors Sixers series, uncle Dennis, who apparently has more power than, you know, than the president of the United States, uh, in terms of decision-making, uh, is, you know, what had made a decision that he, had, he was going to the Clippers at that time. Now, a lot has obviously changed, but, um, you know, from, from the media people that I, you know, from the, the insiders that I talked to, you know, they, they all kind of shrug and say, guy's a weird dude. Dennis is kind of, you know, not, not, not uh, like somebody you can necessarily count on to not change his mind. Uh, but in general, it's about 60, 40 right now. Uh, he goes to the Clippers. Has one free agent in the history of the NBA ever signed with the Clippers? That's good. I can't think of one. Double weed. Yeah, there's nobody. I don't think so. Yeah. Yang yeah, says Chris Paul. No, he Chris was traded. Paul traded? Yeah, he was traded. They, they forced yeah, the trade. They rejected traded. the Lakers trade. Yeah, that's right. Okay, okay, anyways. Okay, anyways. Yeah. You got to understand something, Will Capper. When it comes to Morenzi, yeah, Kawhi Leonard, Gabe, that's your your thing. It's like kind of like, you know what I'm saying, Will Capper? Like, don't touch his kids or anything. Like, Kawhi Leonard's like a part of that. I'm just stating. This is going to be just like the actual game on the court. The Raptors hey, will win. Raptors in six, maybe. We could do this. I, I think he's sticking around, too. But I think the private school, the thing means a lot, actually. Like, why? you know what I mean? Like, even for a guy like Kawhi, you don't want to be going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, like coast to coast to coast to coast. But we'll know soon enough, Whale, whale Capper. This guy doesn't tip his hand. That's anyone sure. in uh, wait the last any, anyone in his camp? Anyone in his camp confirm that? 
Well, we do know I a guy think. that uh, he bought the land for. You can tell Will Capp the whole story, Gabe. Yeah, I don't think they want to announce that, <laughs> hey, our daughter just entered this school. Um, all right, quick break. <laughs> We're back, Will Capper hit the NBA draft. I hope Will Capper's case get better. <laughs> Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, we've got decisions ready. Race radio continues. Two uh, two nil still in the USA. We're into uh, 80th minute uh, right now. A sweep as a corner kick, fifth uh, corner kick of the game for you corner kick prop players uh, out there. Two nil USA in the 81st minute. Um, all right, Whale Capper is with us for another uh, segment. So uh, Whale Capper. Um, have you capped the NBA draft at, uh, at all? I know we talked NFL draft and some props. One thing, you know, the NBA, there's not a lot of wiggle room. NFL, there's just more, you know, there's more available players at each position. You know what I'm saying? Like the NBA is sort of a, you know, the, the talent pool is smaller. And one thing about the NBA too, well, Capper, NFL, it's hard to screw up. They have their board, they have their charts, you know what I mean? And there's grades for everyone. NBA, general managers do weird things. Not that, Football guys don't, but you never really know. Everyone sort of sees players differently when it comes to basketball. Uh, but I, I actually played six props, which is probably about three too many. Uh, but I played six props uh, tonight. <laughs> but uh, do you have any props uh, for the NBA draft that you like? So the uh, the two guys that I have circled falling are Clark and Hero. Um, if you can get uh, overs on their draft position, I think those make good looks. I think both guys, I think uh, Hero is, a, is at risk of sliding out of the first round entirely. And I think uh, Clark, this, this is uh, a hot take. I, I see sliding at the bottom of the first round. Yeah. That's a nice hot take, Whale Capper, because you know what? I played it. And, you know, oh, against, nice. the, against the mainstream. I like your style. Every mock draft, oh, Hero, the white guy, he's going to Boston because he shoots, or the Pacers, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, I've seen this kid play. No disrespect, but he's not a top 20 pick. He's not a top 20 talent in the NBA, in my opinion. And I got it here, Well, Capper. I played it at FanDuel here today. Let me find this. Um, get the odds here. I, I got plus 230. Ooh. Yeah, I got what, plus, uh, on, uh, I got plus two thirty Tyler Hero over eighteen and a half. I like that a lot. I like that a lot actually. That's a that's a nice look. Plus two thirty. Wow. Yes, Damn. sir. <laughs> that is uh, yeah. that's a good payday. Uh, I have yeah. I think uh, I think there were a lot of people who you know I think yeah we talked about this for the NFL draft too. Uh, there are a lot of people who put together mock drafts early on just based on need, looking at talent, evaluating skill sets, and say, okay, slot this guy to this guy. They need this guy. This guy. You know, and and uh, and that kind of informs a lot of the the, uh, the props that get hung early. Um, and then as more and more information trickles out, you start to realize, like, oh, this guy actually doesn't have a, a suitor. 
no one really is, you know, in love with, uh, you know, making this pick. And in fact, the teams that like teams you mentioned, as far as I know, they're trying to trade out of those picks, trade up for, you know, for, uh, for better swings or, you know, trade out of the first round. I, I have not really heard of a clear and obvious suitor for hero. Uh, and if he goes in the, you know, maybe like the last couple picks of the first round, I won't be surprised at all. So you got yeah, 18 exactly. and a half, you said that's a, that's a beauty. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's a 18 and a half. Like and exactly. I think Hero, if he does go first round, is like 24 and up uh, type of deal. I sort of, I thought, I was yep. looking for plus money. Me and Cam talk about this. You're not going to get rich. Look, I like Jared Culver, but I'm not laying minus 184 that Jared Culver's yeah, a top five pick. Just, that's not, it's not smart betting, right? No. So, I don't like that anyway. <laughs> I don't know that he's for sure a top five pick anyway. Uh, you don't, huh? There's okay, a, so yeah. how about this one? Yeah. How about this one? I played... The Mr. Rich Paul media hype manipulation machine, Darius Garland. Darius Garland, I played over five and a half at plus 325. Um, hear me out quickly. I'll rattle off my skit here, my, my defense quickly on this. Number one is Zion Williamson. We know this. Jamaran is number two. We know this. Number three is RJ Barrett. I'm in New York City. We know this. Um, okay, we get to four. The Pelicans. Are they going to trade the pick? I don't think in the end they're going to get a deal that they like. I think they'll end up swallowing the pick. Um, they're not. They just traded for Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. They already have Drew Holiday as well. They don't need another kid here at, at a guard position. And as I mentioned, Darius Garland is represented by Clutch Management and Rich Paul. You actually think the New Orleans Pelicans are going to draft a player represented by Rich Freakin' Paul after he just tore AD from them in midseason and destroyed all this stuff? <laughs> they're not good drafting. Point. They're not That's drafting. Good boy. They're not going to go anywhere near him. They're going to be like, screw this. We're not dealing with it. Like, oh, yeah, Rich, how you doing? Like, yeah, they're just going to say whatever, man. Darius, uh, Darius Garland's 19 years old. He'll be good for two years, and he'll F us like AD did. Like, we're not doing this. They're not going to draft him. So I think, and then it goes to the fifth pick. And the Cleveland Cavaliers are five. John Beeline takes over. I'm a Michigan Wolverine fan. I know the style of player that he likes. John Beeline's 66, man. All right? He's all nearly as old as Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden and stuff. Like, uh, and Trump. Uh, Joe, Joe, he's he 66. He right? Yeah, he doesn't have time for the group. Some kid that's played five college games and deal with LeBron's agents and all this crap. Beeline's a no-nonsense guy, and you called it. DeAndre Hunter played for the Virginia Cavaliers. Virginia and Michigan are carbon copy, mirror images of each other. Pop threes, play hard defense, high basketball IQ. He's 21 years old. He's mature. You can drop him on the court. They already drafted Sexton last year. They already have an SEC firebrand young uh, rock kid at the guard position. Darius Garland goes six to the Phoenix Suns, and I went my bet at plus 325. What do you think, Whale Capper? 325. Uh, you make an amazing case for that. There's really, that's the the number on it on its face value is outstanding, right? Like, like getting a plus number like that, and you know there, there was a ton of I don't even know if it was influential money or what, but there was a ton of money that raced the book to back that Garland under on you know a couple of relatively weak reports about the Knicks, you know you know uh, doing uh, some workouts with this guy, and maybe some teams that, you know that, that were trying to trade up into that fourth spot for Garland. I actually have not gotten any sign that any of that is true. That all seems like misinformation and smokescreen nonsense. Uh, and uh, I like your look. I like your look there a lot. The, o- the only risk that you that you uh, have there, and it's very, very small, is that uh, Memphis pulls the trigger and uh, and does a deal for the 
with uh, with the Pelicans. You've heard this rumor, right? The Pelicans are trying to put it together. Uh, yeah. uh, you can't you can't uh, uh, turn you know, Godfather offer to move up to the number two spot, uh, and then that would give uh, the Memphis Grizzlies the four. If that plays out, I could see a scenario where the Knicks yeah they would take R.J. Barrett, John Moran. Yeah, well, no, no. I think that was who the Pelicans are moving up for. Pelicans are moving oh, up for exactly. uh, Barrett and and Zion yeah, Williams. exactly. And then the Knicks, the, the Knicks at three might take a guy like John Morant, and then uh, at four, needing a guard, uh, they the Grizzlies might uh, might take uh, Garland. That's about the only set of circumstances where I think you really have to be kind of conscientious about that play. Other, but the numbers outstanding. So good look. My other one that I got at Nice Plus Money, um, I took um, I took under five and a half freshmen taken in the top ten, and I got it at uh, let's see, plus eighty. Plus three twenty? No, no, it's plus one eighty. This one. Oh, my my book's three twenty. Yeah. What under five and a half freshmen is plus three twenty? That, that is correct. But your other one, you're getting a way better number on. Uh, on Garland than me. Mine's uh, I, I like the over five and a half. I only got plus two thirty. You got three twenty. Yeah. So yeah, I would hit that it. under five and a half. I heard you sigh, whale capper. There's no, not a lot of wiggle room. Bro. Do, I know it's not a lot of wiggle room. I'm trying to do the math in my head on uh, on that. You kind of need you, you for sure need one of the international players to go in the top ten to get that home. Uh, and I think there's yep, a good yep. chance for that. Um, both guys, I think, are, are relatively sought after, and, and a lot of the, um, you know, a lot of the GMs kind of sitting at the top of the draft have been pretty quiet on those guys because I think they all kind of covet both uh, both Guga and uh, Sekou. Uh, I think are, are candidates to be surprised early picks in that top ten, and if one guy goes, you probably hit that pick. If two guys go, you're a slam dunk there. And if if Cam Reddish falls, I hit it. There's a couple of variables here. You're right. There's a couple of variables. Uh, but, you know, look, John ja- Morant is not a freshman. DeAndre Hunter is not a freshman. Jared Culver is not a freshman. Siku doesn't count. Um, so I just need one curveball. Like you said, I need Siku Dumbayo, the Dumbuyaya to, uh, to, uh, to, to be drafted. All right. So do, do you have a, do you have a prop that you bet that you like? Uh, most of my action is on over on Clark. Uh, Clark is kind of, again, a media darling because his numbers look so good, but I have not yet found a single team that has legitimate interest in this kid. Uh, and he's older. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I know DeAndre Hunter, same sort of story, like, you know, like, but he's got some intangibles. He's got some, uh, he's got some correlation and fits well in the cab system as you, as you nailed. Um, but, uh, a guy like Clark, on the other hand, uh, I do not see, um, a ton of teams that are, you know, that are clamoring to get after him, and his number is is inflated on the basis of uh, some of his metrics, which were compiled in the Western Conference that nah, no one really has a ton of respect for. So um, I would say, uh, you know, I would say his overs are, are probably my favorite look, but Piro over as well. Like that's a, that's a, that's a beauty. I like Hachimura before Clark. Um, I got Clark yeah. over thirteen and a half. I got. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, hero over eighteen and a half. That's the that's the that's the play of the day for me. I played Ty Jerome Cam over uh, twenty three and a half. The kid from Virginia. Yep. I don't think he's a top twenty four pick. Um, but I'm listen. I'm not. I'm not the one deciding. But in my opinion, he's not a top twenty four talent. Same thing with Tyler Hero. He's being he's being overvalued here. I don't think Jerome Cam is going to go in the top twenty three and a half. I'm going. Uh, I went over for twenty uh, twenty three and a half. What do you guys think about Walker? On my book, he's 16 and a half. 
I would take the over on that as well. Yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, I think I, I, the guys, the guys that uh, the guys that are going to be sought after in this, they, 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 I don't know. I do. You, do you buy the Woj uh, kind of uh, underlying statement that this is going to be one of the more um, fervent nights for draft draft day trades? Uh, that this is just going to be kind of a complete throw the cards up in the air and see who lands where. Uh, that kind of no, I think, involved in the in the draftsman. I think it's lazy reporting and lazy scouting by people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, you know, you figure sure. we're all adults that've been around long enough to know you can't judge a draft for three to five years, guys. Right? So there's bullshit yeah. of. Of why well, it's going to be a bad draft. As if, for all we know, Siku Dumbaya will be a superstar in four years, well capped. Right? Yeah. And then you know, I, there was a headline I saw in the paper today. The, the Chicago uh, Chicago newspaper was disappointed the day after the draft. They didn't get Akeem Olajuwon. They got Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay, look at Darren Romel. He retweeted it. That's he retweeted awesome. it. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. They were like, yeah, it sucks. We didn't get, we didn't get Akeem. We got this kid, Jordan. Um, you know, <laughs> we don't know. Like I said, like, what about Cam Radish? Well, you're a Duke guy, so what? what's your take on Cam Radish? We got only about a minute or two left, but oh, is Cam you, Radish going to be a better NBA black. player than college? No, no, no. Nah, I, I, I'm out on, I'm out on Radish. I, his, his, his shooting percentage from two was, like, impossibly low uh, for a guy who's a quote-unquote shooter. Uh, his kind of inactivity and, uh, you know, his, his ability, his, uh, his willingness to take uh, kind of mediocre shots, uh, I think is problematic. He, he can't finish at the rim especially well, which is problematic. Uh, he's he's just not a player that's cut out for today's NBA, as far as I can tell you. And the fact that he's, you know, on top of all that, he's kind of got hooked in in terms of, hit, you know, overrating his own abilities. Uh, another red flag when you get these young, talented players in the NBA. So if I was buying or selling stock on Cam Reddish, I, I would be selling. Uh, Whale capper with us. Uh, Brandon Clark is his pick. FanDuel has it at uh, 13 and a half. Uh, minus 140 to the over, 13 and a half, plus 115 to the under. A uh, couple others on the way out here that I played, uh, Whale capper. I played Nasir Little over 12 and a half. I think he's being a little over, over huh? Yeah. Hmm. I, say he goes I have 14. no feel for where he went. No field for where he lands, but uh, 15. Oh, take yeah. the over to yeah. CFL game tonight, Will Capper. Take the over. It's 43. gone down. Ooh, Ooh, now we're down talking. to 44. Yeah, yeah. Now we're talking. Take the over. Will Capper. Follow my Twitter. Hey, best luck, guys. Have a good one. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Get in the game at DraftKings Sportsbook. For listeners of the show, you can get a risk-free bet up to 500 bucks. Life is more fun when you got a little skin in the game. So test your skills at DraftKings, the game inside the game. Go to sportsgrid.com slash DK and claim a risk-free $500 bet. That's a $500 risk-free bet at DraftKings Sportsbook. When you go to sportsgrid.com slash DK, claim your risk-free bet today.
Thank you very much, Cam yep. Stewart. Yeah. Sounds like you got uh, a lot of props in your pocket there, Mr. Prop. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I got six. Six, six, uh, six NBA. I do have 11 tickets here, though, Cam. Big day today. Baseball? Got some baseball. Got some CFL. Yep. Got some NBA draft afternoon? props. Did you have any afternoon games? No, I do not. Okay. Oh, what? Do you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Texas uh, Texas won today. It was good. Yeah. Good, good. good start to Finally. the day. Good start to the day. Yeah, Cleveland's producer, been hot, Cam. Yeah, Cleveland has been hot, too. Your producer in the morning, he goes, uh, funny, he texted me. He's like, did you bet on the, the Yankees? I go, no, I bet on the race when they lost, uh, was it 12 to 1 the other day? So he's like laughing at me. I'm like, okay. I go, the night games went well. He goes, sure they did. Yeah, I know. He, like, he, I go, they told did. Me. What, what, don't you listen to the show? I had Boston and whatever. Like, okay. I don't know. Uh, what he said he's going to start uh, like updating in the updates, like how we did the night before. Okay. Sounds good to me. Yeah. yeah I know. So uh, it caught me off guard, too, because he's like, he's giving the scores. He's like, uh, and the Yankees beat the Rays. And he's like, uh, I believe Cam Stewart uh, was on the Rays hey. yesterday. And I'm thinking, like, <laughs> why are you putting this in the updates? Like, he's like, yeah, he lost one game. <laughs> Thanks. That's good to know. Yeah, yeah, gave me credit. Gave me credit because the Reds went under again, right? 14 and 1. No Reds. I took up the under tonight, too. Under 9.5 against Milwaukee. Level 2 coming up. A lot of picks. A lot of picks. Thank you very much, gang. I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy news update. Hey, big news for baseball. The Tampa Bay Rays have been given permission by Major League Baseball to explore the possibility of splitting their home games between Tampa Bay and Montreal. This according to Mark Tompkin of the Tampa Bay Times. The proposed arrangement could see the club eventually play early season games in Tampa Bay before finishing the season in Montreal. This according to ESPN, too. The plan is in its early stages. It would involve new stadiums being built in both cities. Commissioner Rob Manfred told MLB.com that the team is committed to play in Tampa Bay at Trop Field through the end of 2027. That's when the current lease ends. Montreal hasn't had a baseball team since the Expos moved to Washington following 2004 season. Despite an impressive 43-31 and 31 mark, the Rays' second-worst attendance in baseball behind only the Marlins. Dodgers pitcher Rich Hill called MLB this week to advocate extending protective netting at baseball's ballpark. Hill hopes the league will follow the example set by the Chicago White Sox, who recently announced plans to expand the netting to foul poles at guaranteed rate field. The decision was made after a young girl was struck in the head by a foul ball in Houston in May. MLB games in progress today. We had a couple afternoon games one final for you right now texas getting it done against the indians four to two great performance by mike mike minor picks up win number seven shane bieber the loss kelly the save and arizona and colorado tied at one right now in the bottom of three u.s president donald trump says he will consider inviting the raptors to the white house trump adding the team did a great job we'll think about it if they'd like to do it we'll think about it quote unquote no nba team has visited trump in the white house since his inauguration back in 2017 Raptors coach Nick Nurse says they will visit Ottawa and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau in the future to celebrate. The NBA draft goes down tonight in New York City at the Barclays Center. It's going to host things underway at 7.30 on the network. The boys got you covered at 7 o'clock with a draft special. The New Orleans Pelicans on the clock with the number one pick. It appears the Pelicans are eyeing at least one big move to executive VP of basketball ops 
Dave Griffin, trying to acquire a first-round pick and a player on a good contract for the number four selection overall in tonight's draft. You listen to the rumors. The Pelicans already speaking with Minnesota regarding pick number 11 and forward Robert Covington, a source telling stadium's Jeff Goodman. New Orleans also picking up the option on Jaheel Okafor today for 2019-20, the former third overall pick averaging just over eight points in under five boards in 59 games. NHL news, the Vancouver Canucks and defenseman Alex Edler agreeing on a two-year contract with about $6 million per year on average. He recorded 10 goals and 34 points in 56 games last year. Very good season for him. He also logged over 24 and a half minutes. That's 10th among NHL defensemen in the league. The Toronto Maple Leafs bracing for activity. The team telling clubs they were listening to trade offers for Kasperi Kapanen and Nassim Kadri. They would definitely need a defenseman back and a Kapanen trade and a center back for Kadri. Strong sense that Connor Brown could be part of a deal as well. Stay tuned. The Edmonton Oilers first round pick, Jesse Piarvi, giving the team an ultimatum. You better trade me or I'm going to Europe. The Oilers have until Monday to issue a qualifying offer to the 21-year-old to keep his NHL rights. Round one of the PGA's Travelers Championship from TPC River Highlands in Connecticut underway. Ryan Armour and Brunson Bargoon lead the way at minus six. They're both in the clubhouse. Paul Casey of England, five under right now with a few holes to go. Notables, Brooks Kepka, one of the tournament favorites, one over. Patrick Cantlay, very good day today. He is in the clubhouse at four under par. Round one of the KPMG Women's Championship, their major, the PGA Championship at Hazeltine in Minnesota. Ayu Joe Kim leads at three under par. A host of others just one shot back at two under. Major League Baseball tonight, we got a very, very busy board. Gabe and I will go through all of our best bets and throughout the day on the DFS betting hour, we'll give you our best piss, uh, picks among the diamond there. Lots of baseball tonight. We also have a college baseball World Series game tonight. Mississippi State taking on Louisville. The Bulldogs, minus 150 total in this game is nine. CFL action, Saskatchewan and Ottawa. Red Blacks right now, minus four and a half. The total down from 48. I'm seeing some 44 flats and 44 and a halfs out there. Cody Fajardo, the quarter, a former Argos quarterback, making the start for the Riders. Zach Kolaris injured in the opener. Women's World Cup of Soccer today. Uh, the Netherlands got by Canada 2-1. to one. Both teams are going to advance, though. The Netherlands, they win the group with the win. And Canada will get the loser of Sweden and the United States. And it looks like it's going to be Sweden. It will be Sweden. The United States gave getting it done 2 to nothing. the final there over uh, Sweden uh, losing to the United States. We have Chile over Thailand, two to nothing the final, and Cameroon takes out New Zealand, two to one. Those are all the finals from the Women's World Cup. I'm Cam Stewart. Stay tuned, everybody, for hour two of Red Heat and Rage Radio with me and host Gabe Barenzi. We'll talk NBA draft, some baseball picks, a whole lot more. So stick around, everybody. Level two, as Gabe says, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Yeah, we really do have to get some new headsets, uh, both you and I. Your headset's hanging off the side of your face, and uh, I look like Princess Leah with, like, two bugs on the side of my, my bald head uh, uh, here. I like this headset a lot because, you know, I think the microphone is, is a very high quality, but... I can't lie to you, Gabe. My face is uh, greasy like a stick of butter, and it's getting hotter and hotter, so we're going to have a lot of slip sliding in, in the summer. I have a feeling. Like, I'm trying to keep it cool in here. Summer hasn't even started, and I'm already, you and me are both sweating, so I don't want to see when it gets up to, like, 100 degrees with humidity. We're going to be dying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm already, like, slick now. It's not even that hot outside. So, hey, remember what you uh, said to me a long time ago, Gabe? 
If you're not sweating, you're not trying. So we're trying. Yeah, exactly. You're exactly we're sweating. Yeah, right. Um, all right. Oh, we've got a KFC announcement, special announcement. Oh, KFC's. I'm listening. All ears. This is nasty. What is it? I'm not down with this. It's a, a Cheeto sandwich. No, no, no. That's it's what a, we talk it's, about. It's a chicken I, sandwich, and they put a bunch of Cheetos in it. I, this is this is what this is the this is the new thing with the world and these kids. You know what they do? Take great things like burgers and just insert dumb stuff. Like, there's a reason why they're called classics. You leave them alone. You know, chicken. It's fried chicken. I don't want Cheetos in my chicken burger. Get bent. I'll eat a bag like, of Cheetos the, if I want to get Cheetos. It's actually right? pretty Who's good, that? buddy. Who's uh, the head gang, chef gang. over there? This is the best I thing you, to come gang. up with, Cam? Come on. Cheetos. That's very, I agree with you. That's very unoriginal, too. Let's just grab some corn chips. Throw them in. It used to be there was a reality TV show. It was really good, too. You would have liked it. It was It was one of those, like, it's on a spike. And um, it was basically, it was like a cooking show contest battle. Like, you know, they bring three. It was sort of like, you know, Top Chef show. They bring three people in each week. But it was just average people. Oh, that create, I know what it was. That create, yeah, they created their own. Crooks versus cons. You had to guess who was real, who was a real chef, and who was the regular person. No. Is that what no. it is? Oh, that was a no. great show. No. Um, so. Okay. As I was saying, okay. uh, the the show was just average people, and it was basically like foods that they had created. It was like they, you know what I mean? Stuff like this. Yeah, listen, I took a, uh, like, they basically say, yeah, I took Oreos, and I mixed it with this, and then I added this. And I came up with my own, whatever, like, like people like their own creations. And I, I was, I'll, I'll remember the name. I'll look it up. I'll find it. Someone in the chat maybe can help us out with it. Got it, some Doritos on a turkey sandwich, buddy. Crumble <laughs> up some Doritos on a turkey sandwich, but I don't eat meat no more. I can live, Yang. I've done it. I don't, you know what I mean? Like. Chips. chips are okay. Yeah, I've put chips in a peanut butter sandwich before. I'll admit, like, sort of had a couple of loose chips. I just sort of stick it in the bread and the peanut butter. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I'll do I've anything. done that, but I, I don't throw, even like. I used to throw. I don't even like the Doritos. I used to throw ketchup on my plain chips. Yeah, that's just nasty, bro. <laughs> you know, in Canada, ketchup chips are popular. Yeah, very popular. They're good, buddy. I'll bring you a bag next time I see you. And then peanut butter jelly sandwich, buddy. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Talking about mystery chef camp. No, my show was called uh, Cook versus Cons. It was actually a very good premise. They had Cook pieces. versus Cons. Yeah. So think about it. So one was a professional chef, and the other ones were just regular people. And the regular oh, people the... would beat the chefs sometimes. It was oh, very okay, good. Okay. So it was kind of like you had to choose. Yeah. It's called Cooks versus Cons. 
Like, Sounds you know, like line. it would be more um, like cons, like convicts, I thought. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, that's going, I, I bet there's some guys in prison who could really cook. You've seen those like Italian gangsters. They got nice uh, spaghetti and meatballs going, good sauces, garlic. Yeah, these guys don't um, screw around. The show I was talking about, Frankenfood. <laughs> Frankenfood? Yeah. <laughs> Frankenfood. Frankenfood. <laughs> Frank and Bull. Yeah, Spike TV no longer exists, but it was on Sunday nights on Spike. I, I used to watch it. <laughs> the cooking competition features interesting combos, like a pastrami sandwich made with donuts instead of bread. Hmm. A deep uh, dish uh, Chicago-style pizza uh, topped with hot dogs. Others were far more terrifying, uh, like fried peanut butter and jelly fish sticks. Oh, boy. Yeah. Calamari. I, I, I can't endorse that. Dude, my grandfather, like my grandfather, like on the hockey team and like in the army and stuff, like he used yeah. to win competitions. Like he'd eat anything for money type of stuff. That's that's what I do. Dude. That's that's my mold. That's my move. And uh, like just to gross me out once, I was like, I was like, that's disgusting. And uh, and uh, I said like stuff like what? And he goes, watch this. And he took a can of sardines, man. He put it on top of a chocolate sundae and crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked. I was like, like his uh, style. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to eat sardines. So they're, yeah, I guess they're good for yeah. sardines. I'm not eating yeah, that. Sardines, I, are, uh, they're, they're a little salty, but they're fish. How about this? But... A calamari cookie covered in ice cream. <laughs> I could actually, go, I don't mind that too much. I like calamari and I like cookies and I like ice cream. So, yeah, so the thing is, though, that was the catch. Like, if... There was like famous chefs or like chefs, yeah, you know I mean, sort of guys that own restaurants. And if you won, it got picked up in the um, in the restaurant, and like you got a cut of the money and stuff like that, right? Nice, nice. I like that. Sort of. You see, like that guy, like uh, President's Choice uh, does it. Oh, yeah, Galen Weston. Garen? Yeah, Galen, Galen Weston. Weston. Yeah. they have competitions. Like they're, you know what I mean? Yeah, you they're know, doing like, all sorts uh, of stuff now. Yeah, like if, if people have invented that stuff, Cam. Like the. Uh, the macaroni ball. You yep. know what I mean? The bread in it, the jalapeno macaroni ball. Actually, like that was something deli- that the people that delicious. came up with. Oh, those things they're are delicious. Oh, oh, buddy, that's one of my Christmas appetizers. I, I hoover oh, those, yeah. man, like a vacuum. <laughs> that's like, You've seen you know, like a big, that's a big event for you. That's when you roll out the macaroni yeah. ball. It's like, uh, you know, people are coming <laughs> over tonight. Uh, I got to get some apps. See, yeah, I'll get the macaroni balls. Yeah, they put all sorts of cool stuff in it. I got to hand it to the guy, too, like. He's got these new things like strawberry ice creams and these little balls and tastings. Like they've tried everything. They have a test kitchen, right? So, and they actually, it's funny you mentioned that they had a contest where they came out with their next president's choice uh, product. They had people there infusing stuff in the winter. They yeah, exactly what you said. They get the president's choice name on it and they get a cut because it's their family's recipe. Uh, This guy actually, so they're not all idiots. Like some of the things I'll, I'll try to look up some of the things that people came. Some of them were bad cam. Like, they were just average people, right? It, it was like sort of like a team. They wanted to make some people look stupid, right? So they accepted some people's stupid uh, concoctions. But uh, I'm seeing here the best thing that was ever created on Frankenfood uh, was somebody created a uh, – they made their own burrito, and they dubbed it the Golden Dragon of Acapulco. The burrito was a combination of Chinese and Mexican – so the burrito was made with General Tao's Szechuan chicken, beef and broccoli, veggie lo mein, all mixed together, then stuffed with refried beans, Spanish rice into a flour tortilla, topped with avocado and sour cream. Wow, that um, sounds actually pretty the, good. 
Yeah, it was the biggest hit. In fact, they're saying it got picked up and like uh, all the restaurants picked it up and stuff. It was so good. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's someone out there, like, someone's mom has some sort of recipe that would be a hit. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, you got to get it out there. I'm sure you have a Franken food cam. I'm sure you've combined something. Oh, I do it all the time, Gabe. Like, I just, uh, mine are mostly not really creative like things. Like, I'll infuse, you know, like if I, in a burger, like I, I cut it open, open, put a di- bunch of different types of cheese in it there for like a super burger. I do stuff like that all the time. I'll throw anything in. Like last night is a perfect example. I had very little cereal left on both, so I combined Vector and a cereal called Just Right and created a new cereal out of it. Very similar though. They have a lot of rice crisps and little nuggets in there and stuff like that. I, I don't like I don't get sick when food touches each other and stuff, so I'll just throw it all in and go nuts. So you know me, I'm uh, I'm open for business. I asked. I, I tweeted it out uh, on Twitter here about the uh, people are down with the Cheetos and the KFC. No, I think it's because the KFC burger, like, and I've had, you know, me me and you should, uh, we're aficionados when it comes to Kentucky Fried Chicken. We've had the chicken, the poutine, everything there. The chicken sandwich is wonderful. It doesn't need Cheetos. Cheetos you will add to, like, a loser. Like, like if I had old, dry chicken, you know what I mean, left over, you got you got to moisten it up a bit, you know, or crunch it up a bit, like Yang style. Put it, put some chips in it, do something. I don't even like, like Cheetos as a whole. Can, yeah, I don't I like never buy Cheetos. It's your fingers. I, Stuff. I'm not down. Gotta with get some cheese yeah. instead, you know buddy. I'm, I'm, I'm actually with you, Gabe, on that. That's one of the things. Like when I look at snacks, like I like peanuts. Like going to the old uh, school baseball game with the shell. You could do it old school. I don't like things that make my fingers all furry That's with yellow colors. Stuff. And, yeah, I know. Yeah, and you gotta man, wipe it out. Like, uh, I get my tissues all there. And you rub it on something, and it's got uh, a nice film. I'm with you. Like I don't like those smart food popcorns. Next thing you know, I got a big cake job on my hands. Like, give me something that's uh, quick. You know, I'm with you. I, that's my problem. That's my problem with Doritos. I even I like Doritos, but it's the same thing. They're like the they're orange. messy. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. Uh, that's why I like the Cool Ranch Doritos. No, no, uh, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little you said, bit. You try to, you try to roll like a split after. Try to roll yeah, a spliff exactly. after a bag of Cheetos. You, 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 oh, yeah. Cheetos. I guess. you know, you're, you're sparking it up. It's like, what? I got nacho cheese going here with my OG. My, I got my Rage OG. Nacho cheese. Nacho cheese. I'm surprised there's not a strain yet. Cheetos. Cheetos. Uh, Cheetos strain. Oh, oh, they're going to come up with something. I, what I hate other ones? cheese wheat, too, Cam. You ever seen that? Like blue oh, yeah, cheese? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, like no, yeah, that. I hate that. It's a very popular one. It's called UK cheese. People love it uh, all the time. It, it ain't mine. It you smells like ones. cheese. Yeah, no, the other it's one my nasty. buddy got the other day. There's someone a new one called like Fun Beavers, and then there's another one called Moby Dick. Like they're coming up with anything now. Like you know what I mean? Like next year, right? There is going to be Cheetos and Cool Ranch straining. Like that's the next step. We're almost there's another there. one, tuna too. There's one that smells oh, yeah. like tuna. Actually, you know what? It's right near Wheelhouse, though. It's strong. It's called Death Tuna, and uh, yeah, they have Death Tuna, yeah, and Tuna Kush. I don't like tuna either. Like I don't want to separate my fish from my greens. Like, I can't you just give me a regular strain? Yeah, they got, like, the Death Bubba, and God, man, they got all sorts of, you know what I've noticed, too? They rip off a lot of Empire Strikes Back and Star Wars stuff. Like, if I worked for Star Wars and see some of these weed things, <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be in a courtroom right now. They got Jedi Kush, they got Je- OG this, uh, Skywalker OG, like, that's Star Wars co- copyrights, isn't it? Anyway, Gabe, uh, you're yeah. a lawyer, you could, we, could, we can win the case in court, but I don't know who I'm going to sue. Um, all right. <laughs> So the NBA draft rapidly yeah. approaching. On the other side, we're going to a break in a minute, but on the other side, I'll run through uh, some of the props. We, we talked a little bit uh, with, uh, with Whale Capper 
Uh, Matt Ross was going to join us from Montreal, uh, but uh, he's doing like a million radio hits, and uh, I got tired of going back and forth setting up the time yeah. uh, with him. Um, so uh, Matt Ross is out. You know, Matt Ross has been pretty instrumental in Montreal, uh, trying to get the Expos back. He's been at the forefront, really pushing his stuff. Um, so uh, we're going to talk with him, uh, but instead, oh, Big I, Man's going to. I know what I can do, up. Gabe. I can put that. in a request for uh, Griff tomorrow. He used to be the Expos guy, and he's with the Blue Jays organizer. He'll have a lot of information about this if he's free, if he's not with the team. So I'll, I'll try to at least put out the feelers for uh, Rich, for Griff Dog. He knows a lot um, about the Expos situation. He does, but kind of a sensitive, I think, situation right now. You know, the Blue Jays kind of yeah. suck pretty hard. They he do. works for the Jays. going to talk about another organization coming on to... Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. I'll, I'll, I'll give him a text. He always doing. Like, Let's I almost, like, and the thing is, too, like, we can't not ask him about the Jays, and the Jays are so bad. Yeah, we're better off yeah. not having him on. <laughs> he wouldn't care. He'd be honest with us. He always is. The PR guy for the Jays. He's a baseball fan. Fan of us, too. So, uh, well, if he, if he was honest, he'll get fired. Uh, be surprised. <laughs> Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, let's roll. Thanks, Yank. Game time decisions ready to face radio. Uh, radio network. Um, okay, so let's get into uh, let's get into the NBA uh, draft a little bit, and uh, we'll share some of the props uh, that we played because it is at seven o'clock actually. So we'll get that of business uh, right now. Uh, we've talked a lot about Darius Garland. I played it. I put my money where my mouth is. Listen, trades can shake things up, and. I'm not saying that this is an anti-Darius Garland in the sense that I think that Darius Garland's no good. I think the kid is really good. I, you know, I, and from what I've seen, listen, he only played five games at Vanderbilt, but he averaged 16 points a game, Cam, which is pretty impressive in your first five games Very in college impressive. in the SEC. And, right. you know, he was the number one high school recruit. Uh, you know, he got hurt in college. He's a pure shooter, Cam. You know, the comparison is to Damian Lillard. Like, he's patterned his game off. You know, if you watch him shoot, he looks like Lillard. He's got a quick release, and he's got, like, a lot of Damian Lillard in him. I think he is a star. And, look, the fact that LeBron James and Rich Paul, that it's their agency that is repping him, you know, they're not repping just sort of scrubs, right? So the kid is a star, but at the same point in time, it's just all about needs, situations, and I could be wrong, man. Maybe the Pelicans take this kid overall and then pair him up with Zion Williamson. But I got to believe after dealing with the, with the agent and the company, they're not going to draft this kid. Right? right. And and another thing is they just traded for a bunch of players. Like they have Josh Hart. They have Lonzo Ball. They have Drew Holiday. There's only so many guards they can have on their team. You know, I get it. They, you know, I think they want to trade the pick. They don't want to be too young, and it's sort of like Atlanta, Cam. 
Like Atlanta have like five picks, but they're freaked out. Like they don't want to have five rookies at once. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's too much. Like it's just it's good to have all these picks, but that's why Atlanta's trying to deal with everybody because they don't want to bring in five rookies and have to teach that, five kids at once. Excellent point you bring up. It's not like football where you can throw a guy on special yeah. teams. There's way less players there, so you have to really be di- diligent. You can't have like six guys at the same position, and you talk about best player available. Well, you know what? Sometimes you can't do that. It's a little bit different in the NFL when you're building with big, big teams. I'm with you there, Gabe. <clears throat> and I, I thought you brought up a great point of whale capper in, in concern of Garland and the agency. If we went through that whole situation, it's kind of like, you know what I mean? Like you're going through a divorce and you see this, like, you know what I mean? If you saw that lawyer and you got, and you, you had to deal with something that negative in your life, you wouldn't deal with that person again because it scarred you too much. That's the way it's going to be. With the Pelicans and this guy, they want to be anywhere near LeBron James' agent with all the crap that happened with Davis, not just this year when it happened, but when we were talking about it before. This has been a gong show for many, many, many months. It was real stupid. It actually just the submarine the whole season. I, if I was them, I'd want some stability, and I, I would I would avoid that guy like the plague. Another, I like your where, where you're going. I actually do agree. Um, I think Phoenix is a good spot because they're a team, they're young on the uh, you know, they're an up-and-coming team. It doesn't matter they if it need takes a another point couple guard. years. Yeah, and, and, and then you could take time to develop him, too. You see that story on Kawhi Leonard on Deadspin that just came out, too? That's not good for business. Oh, oh no, let's see. Uh... Uh, you'll find you'll find it. tells about Daphne's definitely going to the Clippers. Just thought you should read it because uh, I know how you feel about that uh, Kawhi situation. Watch. Kawhi Leonard definitely packing up for Los Angeles. Yeah, there you go. Just got that one there. My inbox. All right, let's see. I learned out, yeah. man, is Kyle Kuzma that works out with Kawhi Leonard trainer, then tweets out more than two spiders with a vice. Right, this is it's all getting crazy now, isn't it? Getting crazy. Yeah, this you know is uh, this is Kyle else? Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma saying he's coming to the Lakers, not the Clippers. Yeah, that's. I, and the, the Lakers do not have the money to do anything, even if they wanted to do that right now. They're going to have to be, uh, retool everything. They don't have the dough. Yeah, and no, they don't. And uh, Kawhi Leonard's not taking a uh, – uh, he's not taking a pay cut. Yeah, there's going uh, to be story after story. Oh, yeah, it's going to be crazy tonight, and you and we talked about it with Whale Capper. With the NBA, too, we talk about the size of the team and what's happening. There's so many more wheeling and dealings going on, guys that want to get players off the books. Like, there's going to be a lot of little mini trades going on, right, Gabe? Like, it's going to be a very, very interesting evening. Just that's the problem with these props. There's going to be a lot of moving and shaking going on, and nothing is definite. It's very, very risky no. betting, these, betting these NBA props in comparison to an NFL prop, in my opinion. No, you're exactly uh, you're exactly right. Okay, so Zion Williamson's going first overall. Correct. I I put him in a couple of parlays, Cam, just for the sake of it. Just that. What is it? Thir- what was it? Minus three thousand? Thirty to uh, one or mi- more? It was minus eight thousand actually. Oh, okay. Not bad. But then it got up to minus ten thousand. Yeah. But it is free. I mean, he is yeah. right. He's not. There's no way in hell that he's not the first pick. It's a slam dunk of a slam dunk as there's ever been a slam dunk uh, that he's going to be the top pick. Uh, you could bet on who the uh, you could bet on individual picks, the first pick, 
the fourth pick, the fifth pick, etc. cetera. Uh, but uh, as far as the over-unders, this is what I play. So I talked about the Darius Garland a lot. Let's get that out of the way. We went over five and a half. This one I find interesting, Cam. I played it. It's plus 180. You said you can get it at better odds, too. Yep. Over-under freshman. Over-under freshman drafted in the top 10. I went under five and a half. So, basically, there needs to be six freshmen drafted to beat. If there's five, I win. Right? Because I, I got five and a half. Yeah, I'm on three different books. Um, I looked on Mr. Green. They have no props up right now, so I had to go no, they, to uh, another it. one. Yeah, it's just, it's funny. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the NBA stuff, and it's all international. But on one of my books... The freshman prop is very, very, yeah, it's, you get, you get a lot of points. It's under five and a half plus 320. Under five and a half plus 320. It's worth taking a shot. Players drafted. All right, so yeah. look, let's go through it. Zion Williamson, number one. Freshman. Uh, Jamarant, number two. Sophomore. So we got one mm-hmm. freshman. RJ Barrett, number three. Freshman. That's two freshmen. Yep. Uh, DeAndre Hunter. Going to be a top 10 pick. He's a sophomore. No, no freshman. Um, so uh, we're still stuck at two here. Uh, so we got two freshmen. Uh, we get to uh, Darius Garland will be a top 10 pick. Yes, he will. Um, he, he is a freshman. So that's three. Jared Culver is going to be a top 10 pick. Uh, he is not a freshman. So we're, we're at three here still. Kobe White, North Carolina. He's going to be a first round pick. Um, you know, I think he goes six, seven type thing. So yep. that's four. Hunter. Um, I said Hunter. So now, yep. now we're up to Reddish. the eighth pick. Now we're up to the eighth pick, and I'm at four. There needs to be two more here. Listen, Cam Radish. A lot of people think that Cam Radish. We had a guy on this morning actually that covers the Hawks. He thinks that Cam Radish is going to get drafted by the Hawks. Other people think Cam Radish is going to drop like the twelve or something or lower. That you know he's. You know, remember Will Capper? I said, do you think he's good? No. I don't think it's a sleeper. No. Like, But some people do. I don't think the Hawks are going to take him with the eighth pick suddenly. I think the Hawks are going to go international, actually. But what do you think? Do you think Cam Reddish is going to be a top ten pick tonight? I do. I, 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 would, I think he's probably going to go eight, eight or nine. But I'm with you. The guy from France is probably going to go. It's either going to be him okay, or Reddish. So let's you say Reddish. It, right? So let's say, say Reddish does go eight. That leaves eight us or nine. nine and ten. Yep. That leaves nine us is nine international. and ten. Francis yeah, no, because he's an international. Iku's going to go either eight, nine, or ten. That that guy. Okay. Yep. And then it comes down to, does Jackson Hayes really go in the top ten like everybody's convinced? I don't know. It's no lock. But there's none. It has. Rui Hashimura could go in the top ten. He could. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at some mocks. You know, you got uh, Hayes at t- They have t- Hayes at ten. Clark at eleven. Hashimura at 12. Yeah, Little, uh, P.J. Washington. It's tough, Listen, Dave. It's going to be – There's, no, you know there's what it no, is. not a lot of room for error here, but that's why I'm getting oh. plus 180. You know what I mean? But if no. one curveball happens, I'm going to win this bet. That's the thing. And I'm going to I'm gonna take it just strictly from line value too. Plus, look at it. It's Yeah, it's freshman drafted in top 10. Under, under five and a half plus 320, I, I think I'd be crazy not to take it. Like you know what I mean? You put fifty bucks on it, you're winning like close to two hundred bucks there. Like it's a yeah, it's yeah. a it's a bet well worth making. And if it doesn't win, so be it. That's sometimes that's when you do. You got to step up to the window. We don't know. We're not. We, I'm not Kreskin. I don't have a damn crystal ball. But I'll tell you one thing. It's either going to be five or six, and you're getting what? Not exactly. plus one hundred five. 
you're getting plus 320. Exactly. And that's what we have to do when we gamble. You look at something, it's a coin flip. So it's not a coin flip flip for 50-50. It's a coin flip for plus 320. So you know what? I don't even mind. I, I'd love it to win, but I will bet it just on the fact that you're getting that kind of take back. And that's good gambling. And this that's is why you try to find it up. And this is why I took Nasir Little over 12 and a half. It, all right. So you look at Nasir Little. You look at all these mock drafts, and the mock drafts don't mean jack, but let's just say the consensus. I don't know, man. You see Nasir Little at 14. You see him at 11. You see him at 13. He's all around there. But it's not like every team GM in the NBA is dying to draft Nasir Little. So, I mean, you know, he's a good player, but I don't know. I think, say, I think he'll go like 14, 15, 16 in that range. Um, but over 12 and a half is plus 130. So I'm getting 30 cents on the dollar here, like on, on a coin toss, pretty much. So that's what I like about it. I like the Will Copper agreed. This Tyler Hero kid from Kentucky, Cam. The kid hit one shot. He's undersized. I don't know. The media loves these white kids that can hit threes that can't really do anything else. Like, same with Ty Jerome. You know, the kid from Virginia. He's a nice player, but to me, he's not a first-round pick. I wouldn't take that guy in the first round of the NBA draft. He's a second-rounder. And Tyler Hero, to me, is not a top 17-and-a-half pick. Now, it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what they think. But at plus 230, I'll take my chances, Cam. Plus 230, the Tyler Hero's not a a top uh, 17-and-a-half pick. Just got to look at these props and find the ones to the plus that are coin flipped. And if you bet, like, two to four of them, if you go 50%, you can win hundreds of dollars. That's the way you got to You know what I did take under, though? This uh, Goga, Goga, that's I think yeah. he's going to go under 16 and a half. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Right, shout out to our boy Kevin. What up, Kevin? Uh, good to see uh, Kevin L. Uh, Lodge Lil kicking it uh, with us. And uh, he actually informed me, Cam, if you look under the futures over at Mr. Green, um, look under NBA futures, and it's, it's tricky. Like, kick the futures and then click it again, and you'll yeah, see. Yeah, it wasn't there uh, before, yeah. but I'll take a look at it. I'll take a look. And, yeah, their props are kind of lacking, but they've got a few. But what I find interesting is I see, so Darius Garland, they have it four and a half, minus 120. Over under four and a half. I've got him five and a half at plus three twenty-five. Like, so I've got one. Yeah, you're you right. know, one, Very one small draft sample size. Difference. Very small sample size here. So they have uh, basically bowl bowl fifteen and a half uh, minus two fifty to the over. Brandon Clark draft position under fourteen and a half minus a buck thirty-eight. Cam Reddish exactly. over seven and a half minus two fifty under plus one seventy-five. Colby White, six and a half, minus 150, plus 110. Darius Garland, yeah, four and a half. Four and a half, minus 120. I'd go under. Wow. You mean over? 
he's going to be more than the fourth pick. Yeah, sorry, pick. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like over, yeah, exactly. Yeah, over. I know that's the thing about these things. You got to also yeah, focus know, your know, mind. Yeah, yeah, Sometimes you, got, you think under. You got to word. You got to word it properly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. that's right. Over, over is five, six, seven, not four. I know you're right. Sometimes when you're doing, but those I plays things, at tickets, like, cap. Mm-hmm. I played him in the machine today. I knew. I thought about it. I was like, dude, every time you click this over under, make sure you're you're clear with this when you're yes. clicking it. You know, like you got to be. You're right. Cause can, you can get confused uh, with it. So, no, exactly. So, like Darius Garland over four and a half, which means yeah. he'd have to be in the top four to beat you. I don't think he's going to be in the top four. I don't think he's going to be in the top five. Like, I don't think I like it enough that I I bet it. I don't think he's going to be in the top five, so I'd really like it that he's not going to be in the top four. Look, you, I tell you what, right now, this bet comes down to this. We already know. We can repeat ourselves over and over. We already know that Zion is number one. We know that Jamaran is number two. We know that R.J. Barrett is number Barrett's three. number three, yes. So basically, you're getting minus 120. Will the Pelicans draft Darius Garland? I don't think they will. And I think that agent thing has a lot, a hell of a lot to do with it, too. The Benson, no, you think, know the Benson family. They're not going to yeah. want to deal with the same agent. She's going to say, screw that. Yeah, no, and I think that's a great way of looking at it. And But the also the more important thing to look in the whole thing is the juice. Because you have to think. It's like, okay, we're not getting propositions. It's what I said before. Like, when you're dealing with these props, the whole goal in gambling is to find, you know, the plus 300, whatever, and we, and we middle it type of thing. Well, if you're offering me a prop on something that is a 50-50 proposition, that should be 10 cents either way, but you're getting 280 plus 280 plus 330. It's what we talked about when we were diversifying the portfolio with the futures. When a team got down on one with the blues, then become plus 240 in the series, stuff like that, right? Gabe hitting it from both sides. And that's the thing about these props. If you can find a good number like that, that's how you attack it, right? Because nothing uh, is set in stone, but I'm with you. I think you'll be drafted like after four. And, you know, if you, <laughs> you, you get a nice little take back on some books, so as we were going to the break, so as I said, I've got Garland over five and a half plus 325. I've got under five and a half freshman in top 10 plus 180. I have Ty Jerome, Virginia Cavaliers. Ty Jerome over 23 and a half. Over 23 and a half for Ty Jerome. I've got over 18 and a half for, uh, for uh, Tyler Hero. Um, Plus 230, too. I don't understand why. They, I don't know. Like they, I don't know why they're so convinced he's going to be that high of a pick. Uh, but I'm going over at plus 230. I'm going over 12 and a half with Nasir Little at plus 130, which is sort of a coin toss. It's going to be right around there, but I'm getting plus 130. And I'm swinging for the fences um, with this Goga Batazzi, uh dude. And, uh, you know, he's from Georgia, but not... Uh, not Atlanta, yeah. Georgia camp. Georgia, no. Georgia. Russia, Georgia. Yeah. That so. was the best. Remember at the old sports book we had? Georgia. Instead of the Georgia Bulldogs logo, was the country of Georgia's flag. The best. Yeah, next, next, next to the Georgia Bulldog points. <laughs> yeah, flag. I'm like, yeah. Georgia Bulldogs? What? Georgia? <laughs> okay. Yeah, Georgia Bulldogs versus Kazakhstan. Thanks. That was the best. They did another one, too. It was like two countries. Like, guys, just put a big DG for Georgia. But uh, they preferred the Georgia country flag. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm going to Goga under 16 and a half. I think he'll go in the top 17. He's a big yeah. talent. Inter- a lot of inter- international players are hip now in the NBA. I don't think he's going to fall to 17. Um, so uh, I'll go under 16 and a half in Nasir Little, over 12 and a half. Uh, I played the over in the CFL game too, Cam, over 43 and a half. I just think it's a little bit too low. I will say this. Uh, I think 
Yes. Okay. Here's the thing. When you look at the defenses, you're you're thinking low total, but I think there's a lot of aspects to this game. You have a quarterback in Dominique Davis that did crazy things. He won, but take a look at the statistics, interceptions, turnovers, crazy stuff. He's an all or nothing type of guy. He can throw a pick six at any time in a game or throw a bomb. Conversely, you have Cody Fajardo, former Argos quarterback, now playing for Saskatchewan. This is his first game. This game equals turnovers and craziness and stuff. I think the game can go over just because of the, you know, this quarterback situation we have here too. The fact that it's going down is really shocking. I thought it would go from like 47 and a half to over 50. I'm seeing 44 and a half. Like that's, that's nuts, Gabe. You got to, you got to think like you saw Dominic Davis at the first game against Calgary. He did some crazy things, crazy turnovers, nice plays, but that's what I'm saying. He's kind of an all or nothing guy. You know, he will make some mistakes. Uh, you're right. And listen, I liked the under last week between the Riders and the Ticats. And uh, of yeah. course, Cam, we were, you know, we were getting five and a half. And we took the, they lost by six, of course, right? Classic mm-hmm. would have covered on a teaser. <laughs> but yeah. as you mentioned, and everyone talks about the Riders defense and it's good, but that was really bad weather last week in Hamilton. It was pouring rain. Almost our tornado, as we mentioned. Exactly. It wasn't like, it was nice some... weather. So that's... weather's not going to be a factor tonight. The Red Blacks put up 32 points last week on the road, guys, against Calgary. And as Cam alluded, it's a great point, Cam. Yeah, Dominic Davis is going to make some plays, but he's also the type of kid that's going to fumble the football when he scrambles, right? Or he's going to he's going to throw behind someone and it's going to get batted in the air. You know, he makes plays, but he's also raw. And he doesn't have a ton of experience as a starter in the CFL. Meanwhile, Cody Fajardo has been around a little while. He's only average, but he'll make a mistake or two, and it'll lead to short fields, Cam. You're right. People think, oh, you know, you got these bad quarterbacks, good defense. Guys, it's the CFL. We're probably going to get 10 free points from free safeties tonight, Cam. How many times are the Riders and, and these guys and the Red Blacks are right, going to concede the two? I'm telling you. Like, it's just too low at 43.5. What would you say 43.5 is by NFL standards? Like, it was a number. Like I told Joe Ranieri, it's like if the total is like 30 or something, 30 and a half. I was like going to say 30, I was going to say 33 and a half, 30, yeah. 33, 33 and a half. So you saw like, nice. it's just, it's yeah. like, but the thing is, okay, Cam, if it was like 43 and a half and it's November and it's freaking snowy and windy and it's Canada and it's like, yeah, yeah, guys, it's just, yeah, snowstorm, blizzard. We're in the summer. It's nice. What's the weather in Ottawa today? It's nice, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, here it's a very, uh, it's a nice day. It's starting to get a little bit of humid humidity in the air, too. Dominic Davis made crazy sunny, mis- sunny day right yeah. now. Yeah, I, I think the total is 65 degrees and sunny. No you way. Basically, you basically have two backup quarterbacks. One has a little bit more experience, but Fajardo with the Argos has been in there before because Ricky Ray was an old quarterback, so he's had... He's had time to, you know, get used to offenses. He's not like a CFL uh, guy who's just getting his feet wet. He's been, since he's no, come he's over from around. Nevada. Yeah, he's been around. But he, he's been a backup. He was the quarterback at Nevada after Kaepernick. He replaced after Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. That is absolutely correct. And he put now, up the same won. numbers, Cap. No, no, he was amazing in college. That was when Nevada had a program that was respectable. Yeah. When Colin Kaepernick was there, then Cody Fajardo was there. Like, when he actually came to the CFL, I know me and you were very excited. Now we get well, the they had a good coach, Cam. Who was their coach? I forget. Alt. Off the top of Alt. my head, was it Chris Alt? Chris Alt. Chris Alt. Yeah, yeah. He was a great He's, coach. He, he left, and remember, Bill Polian's kid took over, and it was a stooge. It was like a gong show. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Polian. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's like you, you went from Jeopardy to Wheel of Fortune, from a brainiac oh, yeah. to a stooge. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, thing. Like, the guy, destroyed the new, that new coach, he was so in over his head, but Alt was a – remember, every year, Nevada, full team, crushing it. They actually had good players to make the NFL, too. They were always good sleeper picks, like third round and 
whatever. Like Seattle used to draft guys from Nevada that always panned out late rounds. So I'm telling you, uh, I think Fajardo. What do you think the he, score is tonight? I'm thinking I think, I think 27, 22. I think Saskatchewan. 20, I'm going to take Saskatchewan. Dude, I'm taking Saskatchewan. I got him a small piece, plus four and a half. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd like to get five or six, but I think the riders are the play. <laughs> I'd like to like, get five like, or six too, but Randall like, at four and a half. Like what do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, I'd like them to be plus 14, please. <laughs> yeah, but I'm be- Hey, man, Rider Nation tonight. I think it's a lot for Ottawa with Davis. It was a nice win in Calgary. Calgary's not the same team. I think people are going to jump to the fact that they were good in the first week. I'll take the four and a half points with the Riders, man. Give me the points. Give me the damn points. And I like the over, too. Um, so NBA draft, is it really at seven or they just is it TV no, no. seven? We we have it. No, we have a show here on the network with uh, the boys after our show. Uh, the the actual draft that starts is at correct. 730 tonight, 730. See, Gabe, we've got to pump, pump the networks here. Eh? So oh, 730. Boy, so the draft yeah, your is boy, at 730. Sean, your, your boy, Sean, will throw my picks under the bus even when I give him winners. But uh, the draft tonight is uh, seven o'clock uh, for everybody. Tune into the network after Red Heat and Rage. We will have a draft show. Tonight on yeah, the Mike, network. Mike so. Blewett, Greg Sussman. Yep, okay. yep. Suss Blewett. Greg Sample. The crew. Fantasy yeah, best yeah. friends forever. And Blewett. Yeah, yeah. All the adults of the network. <laughs> the adults. The guys who don't oh, put Cheetos Frank. in uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken burgers. Yeah. Those- Frank's, Frank's a young adult. Yeah. He's uh, free, young. Fr- Frank. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Anyway, Gabe, yeah. I got good news on the golf course, too. Uh, Paul Casey tied to the lead. Paul Casey, one of our picks, tied wow. to the lead. I know you liked him at DFS. We're off to a good start. I have him as first-round leader, too. If you can get a birdie on the first hole, this could be a good start to the week, which I'd really like. So uh, an update just from some guys that we talked about. Casey's T1. Uh, Victor Hovland, three under. Good start to the tournament. He's T22 right now. Uh, Leishman, Ranieri's guy is T10. Patrick Cantlay tied for 10. He's four under. Sunjay M in at two under. So at least guys are under par. Like not I've having, got a snap. Uh, why? Which, uh, what, with Lucas Glover? I can't. I told again. you again. you got to listen to me on this guy. I'm looking he, at my he, guys. I got Paul Casey, number one. Yeah. I got Fleetwood, T10. I got Emiliano Barillo, T22. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hadwin mm-hmm. could be doing a little better, but there's Lucas Glover, plus one. Yeah, T106. Dude, like, I'm done with, like, I don't care what the optimizer says about this guy. Lucas oh. Glover sucks, bro. Like, this guy Listen screws me. me every effing week, man. I'm going to tell you something. Hey, a good good start for our boys, too. We talked about the young guys, right? Guys coming up. Uh, how's our boy? Alvin uh-huh. Murakawa, T38 right now, two under. Yeah. Kids, you know what I mean? So, no, young, I, young I, and struggling a little bit, though, early he, here. A little bit, a little Even. bit. But don't, don't worry about him. Just you don't want to be two or three <laughs> over. Um, I will say this: the optimizer is great for mathematical like, don't projections. Don't worry about him. But you got to. But you also have to kind of do the eye test, right? So I'm watching golf every week. I'm making notes. I have a little. I have a little piece of paper beside the TV now. Watch out for this kid, okay? Oklahoma State. Who's turning pro? Little things, right, Gabe? Like you know what I mean? It's the human element too, right? It's because uh, you throw it into the super computer. Like hey, the, the computer gave you Casey, all these other good things. But unfortunately, yeah. Lucas Glover, in my opinion, he's not really playing very good golf. Like he's. He's kind of trending downwards for now. He'll be back, but golf is, it's a lot of ebb and flows like life. You have good months and you have bad months, right? And he's having a bad month right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, speaking of what's worth, Jason, you can, uh, we got a guest, Jason, at a six o'clock hour, actually, 6.09. Oh, it's. <laughs> We're not going to hear from him today. 
Hey, listen, it wasn't our fault. I want to get him on after, oh. but, you know. No, I agree with you. It's like you say you got a one-minute story, and uh, it just kind of. Oh, he told me he got two minutes, and he spent two minutes talking about some Greyhound station in Kenosha. I don't know what was going on, where it was going. We were out of time. I think Yang's we taken a, I'm not sure if he has taken a leak or whatever, but maybe we can squeeze him in before the top. Well, if he calls in, we'll patch him in, buddy. Uh, there's no time now, because he, yeah, he will. We'll have to, <laughs> yeah, he won't get right. his story we tried, again. We, yeah, we tried this uh, segment before. It's got to be a longer yeah. segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game time decision continues. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Time decisions ready for Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports or Radio Network. Um, and one thing I don't like about this uh, this new Twitter, I can never find stuff uh, that I tweeted. I just retweeted. <laughs> I'm gonna retweet it. Um, but I, I got to make sure to find out where it was actually was from. It's one of the one of the like those stupid internet uh, videos of people fighting on the street, but. It actually will make you go, what the hell is going on here? And uh, I don't say what the hell is going on here uh, that easily. All right. Uh, so the countdown to the draft uh, is on. We're about one hour away uh, from the start of our coverage right here on the Fantasy Sports uh, Radio Network. Uh, as we've got uh, as we've got uh, Mike Blewett, Greg Sussman, Frank Stample. Uh, who else? Who else is uh, on the radar there, uh, Yang? On, on Mike the big, Bass. Uh, Mike Bass tonight is going to be Greg. Frank and uh, Mike Bass on the the draft uh, special tonight. All right, uh, seven o'clock, seven o'clock Eastern, um, and uh, you guys can talk about my great picks and my great wins here tonight. Go, go, wow! Hey, I told right. them I said, listen, if the Knicks don't select R.J. Barrett, I'm a rat the fan, baby. <laughs> yes, Yang. Yeah, welcome aboard. Oh, well, 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 welcome aboard. Yeah, because uh, you know the, the the Knicks tend to do some uh, crazy things with their picks, man. I, I hope I could pronounce the guy, whoever they're going to select, man. Like you know, there's so many promising things and players that we could have had, and they do other stuff, man. I don't understand them, but if they don't select R.J. Barrett, I am going to be a Raptor fan, baby, because Kawhi's staying. Even What's the uh, even the Knicks can't screw this up. They're falling no, out. Well, once we said about the New York Giants, it. actually, with the sixth pick. Uh, but yeah, they're taking they're taking R.J. Barrett. It's everything's going to be fine. Yeah, and I don't, you know, this this story on Deadspin now. Ooh, Kyle Kuzma is tweeting something cryptic. You know, I, I I don't know what you know. The thing is, they say Kyle Kuzma shares a trainer uh, with Kawhi Leonard. You know, so I, I you know, Cam, we're gonna. Kawhi Leonard's put up not with this type. crap. Here's another thing, too. Kawhi Leonard's not the type of guy just to talk about stuff. He's very quiet and secretive, so I might have to call BS on this, too. And uh, it's not a good move if you're Kuzma saying anything about this guy. Let him do it. You'll, you'll learn to regret it, man. This guy's a very secretive guy. He doesn't just give out information. Sounds like a bunch of... No? Level three. Big man on campus will join us after the update. 
Cam gets us caught up. 